Welcome again. The Bible says in the book of Philippians chapter 4 from verse 4. Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. Let's, let's read to verse 7. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God, and the peace of God which transcends all understanding, or other versions say, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. In the time we are living in, we are in a very difficult time in this world. All across the world, we have different uh, countries going through almost recession. The economic times are hard and nations are uh, crying. For example, you look at uh, UK, the United Kingdom or England. They have had a change of prime ministers in the last few months that is evidenced or that is an evident of how economic, uh, difficult economic situations we are facing. In Kenya, my own nation today, we are facing very difficult times uh, economically. All over the world, we are facing a lot of challenges. As believers of Jesus Christ, we are also facing many, many challenges because we are not removed from the world. When the world suffers and we are in this, in this life, if there is a global recession, we are also part or we also get affected by this recession. You walk in the streets of Nairobi and you look at the headlines of every newspaper and there is doom. There is no good news. You, look, you sit down to watch the news every day at 7 p.m. or 9 p.m. and the headlines do not spell anything good. If you're a believer of Jesus Christ, for us believers, we must begin to live a life that is focused on our kingdom, focused on our home. We must begin to read these scriptures and give ourselves hope and have hope in Christ Jesus. So Paul is saying, rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. It is very difficult to say to a nation today, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. It is very difficult to say to people who have no food, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. It is very difficult to say to people who are facing drought, rejoice in the Lord always. These are not words that can be said to just anyone or in just any place. It is very difficult to tell someone who is struggling with chains in his own life, rejoice in the Lord always. The reason I say that is because it is not always time to rejoice. And for those of you who have lived, who have lived longer in this world, you know very well that there are high moments and low moments, difficult moments and good moments, good times and hard times. They, these things go together. But Paul is in prison. So once what we have to do is to understand the person who is saying this and the kind of circumstance or under what circumstance he is saying rejoice in the Lord always. And Paul is not in a good place. Paul is not in a good time. Paul is not in a high moment 
He is in a low moment when he is saying, rejoice in the Lord always. And so we have to understand that context or that background. If Paul can tell us to rejoice while he is in prison, indeed, we can rejoice when we are facing economic hardships. If Paul can tell us to rejoice when we are facing, uh, when he is in prison, we can rejoice when we are facing this hard economic, hard uh, spiritual moments in our lives. Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. Whatever your circumstance, my friend, let the joy of the Lord become your strength. Whatever you're going through, let the joy of the Lord be with you. Haven't you paid rent? May the joy of the Lord be with you. Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. And then he says, let your gentleness be evident to all. Now, this one portion that we really never practice, to be gentle. You see, gentleness is something that is mentioned several times in the Bible. But many of us do not take it into account. When you're driving, be gentle. When you're talking to your wife, be gentle. When you're talking and speaking to your husband, be gentle. When you are walking, whatever it is that you're doing, be a gentle person, all right? Let your gentleness be evident to all. Let it be, let everyone see that you are indeed a gentle person. The Lord is near. And that's one portion that many people don't really read. We say rejoice in the Lord always, and I say again, rejoice. And many of us, in fact, stop there. We stop that verse. We don't go on. So we say, oh, Paul says, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. And we say amen. And that's it. But look at verse 5. It goes on to now give the context to what we are saying. Let your gentleness be, uh, be evident to all. The Lord is near. The Lord is near you. The Lord is near his return. Verse 6 one of the favorite verses of different people. Do not be anxious about anything. But in every situation, again, every situation, every situation, whether you are rich or poor, whether you are succeeding or failing, in every situation, uh, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. Whatever it is, that you're going through, and the peace of God that surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So let's look at that verse just a little bit deeper. Do not be anxious, anxiety. In this time we are living, many people are going through a lot of anxiety. A lot of times we are anxious about the things that are to come. We are anxious of how we shall pay our bills. We are anxious of how we will survive the next few days. Anxiety, anxiety, anxiety in every place. Do not be anxious. And because of this anxiety, many, uh, some pastors have taken advantage of the people. And so they are playing into your anxiety and telling you, oh, you have to do this and you have to do that so that you can fulfill whatever it is that you want to fulfill. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, every situation, good or bad situation, by prayer and petition. In other words, we as believers, we are to live our lives 
in every situation by prayer and petition, number one, with thanksgiving, number two, and then we present our requests. We present our requests to God, not to a man of God, not to pastor, not to apostle, not to bishop, to God, not to the altars, not to the sacrifices, not to the church, to God. That is a very key thing to understand, which tells us that heaven is open. The doors to see God are open. The access that we need for God is open for us as believers, and that's what Paul is saying. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests known to God, not to the entire church, not due to who, to God. And the peace of God. Now, if you do this and you present it to God, then there will be peace. And this peace will go beyond any understanding. And this is what it means. Imagine you don't have rent. Imagine you, don't, you can't pay your bills. But you have this joy that is unexplainable. You have such peace that people cannot understand. You also cannot understand the kind of peace that you have. This is what we call peace that transcends, peace that surpasses all understanding. It is a peace that is not normal. It is not your normal way of living. You are supposed to be crying, but instead you are rejoicing. You are supposed to be dying, but instead you are living. You are supposed to be uh, complaining and murmuring, but instead you are praising and worshipping. This is the peace that surpasses all understanding. No one can understand you. No one can understand this peace. And once we have that, then this peace will guard our hearts and our minds. Two very key things Paul mentions here. Hearts and minds. Protect your heart. Protect your mind by accepting the peace that God gives. By rejoicing in every situation and in every circumstance. May the Lord bless you and the Lord keep you. Amen.